Hello, Internet, and welcome to Geek Talks, the show where real-life geeks have real-life talks. My name is Marcus. And I'm Cade, and we just got back from watching Rogue One. Bum, 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 you know what's interesting? They didn't use that song. It wasn't in there. It was not. There was no... Ba, 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 ba. There was actually, I was very surprised at how much they made this a different movie. Like, I thought it mm-hmm. might tie in mm-hmm. a bit more to, and, I mean, it, like, the story tied in. The story tied in, really. But, like, the way they did it was very different. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, the director said that um, this movie ends, right, like, ten minutes before the start of episode yeah. four. It no, does. straight up you does. You can see it. I mean, you can you It was can cool. Tell. There were some parts that were a little, eh, but for, on the whole, I'd say it was pretty great. For sure. So, for uh, sure. but we'll talk we get about started, it. To, uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Marcus, That's how was your week? Stressful, but over, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yes. Um, Why was it stressful? Well, this is finals week, Ooh. and finals, finals are hard, generally. <laughs> Nine generally. times out of ten. I don't know. One of my finals was, I would classify as not terribly hard, but the rest of them were You mean because hard. it was open book and open note? Mainly because, yeah, I had a double-sided page of notes to do it. It's okay. So I didn't one really of my, have to study. I just kind of had to have the paper, have the notes. One of my residents had an open note, open book, open classmate, open TA, open internet. Really? Test. Yep. It's a take-home test, and their teacher just told them, "Yeah, go for it." How like? What is the point of that? What are they testing there? Their ability know. to use Google search. <laughs> like, great! You're really good at asking people how to do things for you, but hey, like, it's negative seven now. Yeah, it's really cold outside. It's just dropping. Baby, it's cold outside. So, for those of you who don't know, it is Friday night in Bozeman, which mm-hmm. means that it will hit probably negative 20, mm-hmm. just That's normally. That's what they're predicting. With negative 45 wind chill. So, it's cold here. Thankfully, mm-hmm. it's warm in Marcus's room. It's it's pretty warm. It's pretty warm. Yeah. Um, bit of news, the keyboard in... Uh, just generally the uh, the Google it's not just called Gboard look it up update it you can now do the Google search thing on Android uh, you could do that on iOS previously and but now you can do it uh, you can do it here which is pretty cool I suppose pretty nice yep mm-hmm. you um, sound so enthused by the way yeah I'm looking for a very specific thing real quick here you fill in with um, exciting stuff. I will fill in with jibber jabber jibber jabber jibber 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 that was fantastic, wasn't You're it? Very poor at that. So, <laughs> how was your week, by the way? Besides, uh, you know, stressful. You know, it wasn't actually as stressful as I thought it would be. Um, the only thing that stressed me out the most was after getting out of my physics test, I wasn't entirely sure where I sat with my grade, but I got mm-hmm. it back today, and it is an A. All of my grades mm-hmm. are in except for one, and they're all A's. So I'm pretty sure this last one is an A. Don't know for sure then. Mm-hmm. Good. That's very good. Yeah. We are going to play a game. We, we are? Mm-hmm. We're going to say your super villain name and title. Oh, my super villain name. Okay. Okay. So how this works is it takes your, your letters of your name, the day you're born, and the first letter of your middle name. Um, what does Ben Solo look like? Ben Solo? Um, this one, it is Dark... Tiger, no, Dark Cyborg, and mm. I don't know the day is born, so we don't have a title. Nope. 
That's Dark Solo. Or sorry, Dark. No, what did I say? Dark Tiger. Dark Tiger. So so Kylo Ren is wrong. <laughs> he should be Cade, Dark Tiger. Cade, you have your last name on the internet, right? You're fine with that. Yes, you are. Sure. Cade Bowman would be Gray Doctor. Gray Doctor. Gray Doctor. I just sound old. <laughs> um, if I remember the day you're born correctly, the Keeper. Uh, and I know your middle name actually, Keeper of the Future. <laughs> You are Grey Doctor, the Keeper of the Future. That's pretty cool. How do you feel? I feel like it's like an old time traveling. I kind of feel like it's Doctor, or it's an old version of Doctor Who. Yeah, maybe like an old, super old version, just Grey Doctor. That's your superhero slash villain name. I think it suits you in a way. I could live with that. Yeah. Provided I don't actually look old, mm-hmm. I just have the name, and I'm just really old. Gotcha. So Mar- kind of like Gandalf the Grey, <laughs> but mm-hmm. more badass. Gotcha. <laughs> I am Marcus Twitchell, so I'd be um, Star Wizard. Star Wizard. <laughs> That's the first part. Star yes. Wizard, the general, um, the general of death. Wow. That's my superhero name. Star, Star Wizard. Wizard, the general of death. So Star Wizard doesn't quite fit the general of death. I think it does. I do like I'm the general of a, death. A, a, like, a, like a, again, a Gandalf kind of wizardy thing with like a big like... Thing with the center of a star on the top of the staff like there's like a little condensed star and then he <laughs> leads these troops and but they're all dead troops and because he animates them he's like a necromancer type wizard hmm so yeah should we do some other ones some of our friends i don't um, know you guys have had mikala on the michaela on the podcast before um we'll do hers she is again star um she's star doctor actually star doctor she's star doctor Ooh, I'm picturing someone that repairs stars. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Especially because she's physics. Um, I don't know what day she's born. That's kind of sad. Just give me a number, then. <laughs> <laughs> give you a number. Yeah. Um, 17. 17. She's the smiter. I don't know her middle initial, either. I don't think. Huh. D. The Smiter of Gotham. We're so just she's skip the that. enemy I, I of Batman. I don't, that one's not very fun. Let's try my girlfriend's name. Again, Star, because everyone I know starts with M. What about me? Um, We just did yours. I know. We did yours. I didn't do Star. I wasn't yeah, a star. No, I know. You're never a star. Um, I'm a shining star. You're not the star of this No matter podcast. who you are. Star... Shining bright to see. Shining bright like a diamond. Okay, she is Starfist. Starfist? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what day was she born? Oh, I should know this better You than should you. know this much better than you do. I do. Um, I'm not going to say it out loud, though, just in case I'm wrong. <laughs> she is Starfist <laughs> the Hated ooh, of Asia. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a backstory to why she has that name. <laughs> we're just gonna leave it at that one. Honestly, we're just gonna leave that at laps. I don't know. Do you want to do anyone else, Cade? No, I'm good. That one's a pretty good one to end. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I don't know. So, super villains. Um, okay. Those are super villain names. Do you remember yours? Gray Doctor. You're Gray Doctor. The Keeper of Time? The Keeper of Time. Was it the Keeper or Protector? The Keeper. Yeah. And I was... Because it's 13, right? 13? No. Oh, it's 14. Yeah. 
Shoot, I did get it wrong. Oh. Then you're the rogue of the future. Rogue of the future? The rogue of the future. Yep. That's pretty Sorry. cool. So that changes your character a bit. And then I was I was Star Wizard, the general of death. So Yeah. I am that's how we're now going to be known in the podcast. Um so yeah. My name. Oh, well, if we're just going to be known as podcast, we got to start over. Like, <laughs> Hello, Internet, and welcome to Geek Talks, the show where real-life geeks have real-life talks. I'm Star Wizard. And I'm Grey Doctor. And actually, I think we need the full things. I'm Star Wizard, the General of Death. And I'm... I can't... <laughs> I'm... I'm Grey... <laughs> I'm Grey Doctor, the rogue of the future. Uh, oh, should geez. we do our should we do our next bit? Our next bit. Um, What's our next bit? We have to acknowledge our non-sponsor. Oh yes. Unfortunately, we don't. Our non-sponsor didn't send us any of their product because again they don't sponsor us. And we didn't have time to go to the store because again it's negative seven. Yep. And the roads are horrible. Yeah. Ooh, look, reigns of terror on exoplanet. So, and f- instead, um, we have. Non-vanilla, vanilla Coke. We have vanilla-free vanilla Coke. Yep. Um, now with 10% less vanilla. Um, Actually, I think you mean 100% less vanilla. Anything you'd like to say about this new and exciting product that they've just developed? <laughs> vanilla-free vanilla Coke? Um, well, I mean, it does say Coke original formula, <laughs> like, on the can. No, yeah, no. It's original as of, like, a few days ago. Okay. They okay. just came up with this stuff. That it's, makes sense. It's basically somebody's like, what if we took vanilla Coke... And remove the vanilla, <laughs> then what would it even taste like? And this is what we have. So, this is refreshing, <laughs> tasty, but not as tasty as vanilla Coke. <laughs> I love how you, like, when I do it, I, like, put my passion into it. You're just like, it's, like, tasty and, you <laughs> it's know. good. It's refreshing, like, it's whatever. yummy, bubbly. It, it is so bubbly. And you know what? Sometimes it's like when you want to try something new that you've never tried before, take the vanilla out of vanilla Coke. It's should, that's a metaphor for life, really. <laughs> Just take the vanilla out of it. Three, two, one. <laughs> Let's edit that again. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, vanilla Coke without the vanilla. Now we're both going to switch to our hot chocolate because <laughs> it's cold. And also hot chocolate's delicious. So, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. We're going to do spoiler-free. Or we're going to try our darndest. It's going to be a little difficult because there's a lot that you could probably say that would spoil we'll it. We'll say spoiler-free, then we'll say, and then we'll do spoilers. Afterwards. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. But, like, wow. Mm-hmm. That's convenient. Yeah, see, we, we really need to turn this off so we don't get distracted. Right? Um, anyway, um, so we'll do spoilers-free, then we'll do spoilers. Okay, so, Marcus. Spoiler free. Did you like it? I did. I did enjoy it quite a bit. Um, I thought it was different than pretty much all the other Star Wars movies. Um, it just it felt the tone was very different. Um, it felt in the Star Wars universe a lot. They did a good job of like it was in the Star Wars universe, but it wasn't like it didn't feel as like episodic right it wasn't about like you know obviously it wasn't about the skywalkers or anything like i mean luke 
at this point had you know he's still living in Bespin, right? Mm -hmm. Or not Bespin, <laughs> Tatooine. That was me smacking my head, and so he was it, still moisture farming. Yeah, and going to go to Tashi to pick to up Tadashi, car converters. Yeah. Kate just knocked over my speaker. Shh. I was gonna go to Tadashi Station and pick up some power converters. What a prick! Right. Um, but he turns out to be less of a prick. Like episode six, he's really not a prick. He, you story. could say he's almost an adult. Right, it's crazy. But anyways, um, anything? You want to know a weird thought? Luke was younger than you are now when episode four happens. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. How old was he? 17? Like 17. Maybe Jeez. 18. But regardless, you're older than both of those. Weird. So, yeah. How about you? Did you enjoy it? I did. Um, again, I'm going to echo you. It was very different. I enjoyed it a lot. Much darker. It was a very darker tone. Like, I, even more so than Empire. Because like, Empire, I mean, obviously is famously the dark one. Yeah, so I think what happened was they uh, <clears throat> they got a lot of praise for Empire in the first place. Yeah. And so they tried to echo a lot of that theme, I mm -hmm. think. It kind of felt like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. In a way. It did. But... Um, it was still... I, I think they did that mm -hmm. for very... Like, on purpose yeah. for a lot, but thinking about it just like this, the, the very um, idea was that it's leading into a new hope. Yeah. And... So this is supposed to be a time when there's not hope yeah. and stuff. No. So and it, I mean, it feels like it. Like you're like how they did a really good job of kind of flushing out the empire, right? And like they feel like the bad guys because you know in the original trilogy they look like you know they're the bad guys because they just are. But you never like see the empire do anything super bad, mm -hmm. right? I mean, in the comics and stuff, you hear like one they're super racist toward aliens. Like, they, you know, they enslave them to build the Death Star and stuff. But in this one, you really get the sense of it, you know, like, obviously the Empire was modeled off of Nazi Germany, in a way. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of the things. And it, it felt like it. I it mean, did. It, it, it was very regime. It was very um, when they're in the city. Hateful. Yeah, when they're in that city, and, you know, they're just going around checking people. It's like, whew, you know. And it's very much a to keep their own power. You know, mm -hmm. there's, yeah. So it was very... Yeah, it was good. Um, mm -hmm. And I like the politics in the Empire. They do. They're very interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's like... And I think it's, it's a serious power struggle at all times. Yeah, and I think it's very representative of the real-life Empire. Oh, which, yeah. if you watch that CPG Grey video, you guys should all watch Rules for Rulers. It's depressingly insightful. Um, yeah. But, um, like, it, you know, you got the sense of, like, everyone is just working to to save their own skin. So, yeah. Um, what'd you think of Vader without really spoiling uh, what Vader does? Did you I... like how much we got of him? Did you like... I think the stuff with Vader was probably some of my favorite They favorite did. Stuff. They did good job with it. Mm -hmm. They did good job. Yes. Mm -hmm. now, uh -huh. They did a... I liked it. Um, I wish we he was in it less more. than yeah. I thought he would be. Same. Um, yeah. Because in episode four, like, he's presented pretty early on, and then well, he's a pretty integral piece. Yeah, pretty piece. much the first yeah. scene, right? Yeah. Has started in it, so he's, on the but like, Corvellian Corvette, I want to say the name of that ship is. Anyway. I don't remember. <laughs> uh -huh. But anyways, yeah, that whole thing. Um, I thought there was going to be more of him, but there wasn't. Mm -hmm. It was cool that they got the same guy to voice him. Yeah, for sure, James Earl Jones. Yeah. He also did, by the way, did that in Star Wars Rebels, apparently, which I haven't got to, a chance to watch yet, but 
Um, but yeah. And, I don't know, I like the ties. Um, the ties to the thing. There's some unexpected people that we didn't really... I didn't expect to see, um, without spoiling any. There's, there's a couple CGI characters that, like, they face capture to CGI to bring them back to life. One of them looked really good. The other one... Eh, little, kinda, little, little fake, rough, but, but it was still cool. I mean, it was kind of like, ooh, so... And I think I need to go back and watch episode four, but I think it's going to change the way I kind of look at, at episode four, you know? And I don't know. That, well, certainly the prequels I don't like, that is the one thing I do enjoy is, you know, just new perspectives on the original trilogy I enjoy. So... What's cool is this is a prequel and it doesn't suck. No, it far from sucks. It's I would say it's probably not my favorite Star Wars. Although I always <coughs> love things way more when I just see them. So like Suicide Squad after getting out of theater, I'm like, that was so cool. But then I'm like, like yeah. yeah, and I'm getting better at that to kind of you know understand some things. But I really enjoyed Rogue One. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I guess. My one problem with the movie, maybe, was the pacing. It was a little weird, would you say? You know, a little bit... I would say the first two acts probably were a little slow. Well, and, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was pretty slow there, and then the third act, they kind of just rush into it. Yeah. And I love the third act. It's my favorite part. It's very well done. Um, I, I love that third act, but it does, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, and now we're doing this now, you know? So, I don't know. It, it was pretty good, um... There's, I don't know. I, did you enjoy the lack of Jedi? I did. Like actually. I think we only had one lightsaber. It was in the so movie. cool mm-hmm. to like witness real people, like the rebels. Like yeah. you always hear about the Rebel Alliance and the power of the Rebel Alliance and all mm-hmm. the things happening. And you know, it but felt you never, scrappy. Yeah, but you never witness it. Yeah, like not really. really. Just a, a few you things saw in a couple episode four. Yeah. Done. Uh, you know, you had the six. attack on the the Death Star in episode four. Yeah. That's the only organized thing that you really see of them. Well, Hoth, that's all a rebel base. But that's episode five. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in episode four, you don't get much. Yeah, no, in episode four, you don't get much. Um, episode five, you get a little bit more of the base, mm-hmm. but then we are away from them. We don't think about the Rebel Alliance, basically, yeah. hardly at all. Not really. And so I think it was really cool to actually see this. Um, mm-hmm. There were some characters in there that you got some good insight to realizing why the Rebel Alliance existed. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, for sure. And I think that, like, one of the cool things about they're just the relationship to the Force in this one's interesting. Yeah. Um, because, like, there's obviously no Jedi. And it really, you understand the, the Force is a thing that, is everywhere. everywhere. And that's one of the cool things that I think Maz Kanata is a good example of it. And also Donnie Yen's character, I can't remember his name, the the, the blind guy, <laughs> right? Um, show that, like, the Jedi aren't all the Force is. You know, it's... Like, the Jedi is an order, and, mm. and you know, especially in the prequels, right? And, you know, they're, they're just a... They have the ability to harness They're it. like an organized religion. Yeah. Right? But that doesn't mean that there's not other people who, you know are spiritual outside of that. Yeah. The, to get too the, political. Yeah, <laughs> no, but the reliance on the Force was pretty surprising considering a lot of people <clears throat> didn't really believe in the Force. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because oh, this is yeah. happening around Without the Without spoilers, same. there's one character in particular <clears throat> that damn near brought me to tears because of the Force. <laughs> so, but you don't want to spoil that. Just, it's, yeah. 
the force was interesting. Yes, it definitely acted in there. Mm-hmm. We we made a couple jokes during um, during the movie Han Solo's <laughs> line in oh. uh, episode seven. That's not how the force works. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple times where we kind of felt like that, but at the same time, it was mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Also, I think the other thing before we get into spoilers that I really enjoyed was the sense of scale. Oh my goodness! Whole movie had you can see it in um, a couple of the trailers, but Uh like to really appreciate it, it. they they go into so much detail. Mm -hmm. You understand? I mean, I feel like just seeing the Death Star in relation to planets, seeing the Death Star in relation to to Star Destroyers, Destroyers, seeing just ships in relation to Star Destroyers, like even more so. I will say, I think this probably has the best space battle out of any of them. Like, even the prequel, like, the one at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith is really good. Yeah. Right? I mean, the beginning of that movie is pretty good, actually. Um, but, like, I think this one even more so. Mm-hmm. Like, just stuff flying everywhere, but it also doesn't just seem random shooting, kind of like what episode, the the one in the prequels were, like, it was very organized and you could kind of follow things, but, you know. And I guess the other cool thing that this does is it's a prequel, so you know how it's going to end, essentially. But you also didn't in a lot of things. Um, this is one of those instances that I really like the concept of. It's about the journey. Yeah. Because this was a serious like roller coaster ride. No, for sure. And I mean, yeah, I didn't know how it was gonna end. Even right up to the end of the movie, I'm like, I have no idea what's gonna happen here. And like, um, not to, I really want to get into like spoilers will, of like the will. end. But like that last part where it's all intense and they're yeah. they're freaking out. I uh. I didn't know, like, I had an idea, but I was like, what's yeah. going to happen? Uh-huh. I don't, yeah. And I mean, eventually I have to get to the point with Princess Leia on the ship, right? Yeah. That's what we see in four. That's what we see in four. And if it's going to end ten minutes before four, like... That has to happen. Mm-hmm. But we don't see it. Also, just, well, never mind. That's probably not necessary. Spoiler! Um, I think it's time for spoilers. Okay. Um, so, so spoiler we managed alert. to go... About <coughs> fifteen minutes almost without spoilers. So be uh, proud of us. We're gonna get now we at need it. spoilers. We're gonna get better at it. Um, that's what a movie reviewer does, right? We'll get good at this movie reviewing thing. <laughs> but for now, we're really horrible. So let's talk spoilers. Spoilers. But in case we haven't, in case you haven't ke- checked on, you have five more seconds. Three, two, one. That Darth Vader scene. Oh my goodness! <laughs> at the end, at the very end, like there was, oh, there man. was two of him, and yeah. there was one where he seemed very calm, but he was still, okay. What was with that joke? That was such a bad like joke. What one? The uh, don't choke on your aspiration. <laughs> yeah, you kind of get that in the original trilogy. A though. little bit, like. But anyways, he's he's a little you know, and almost. And as much as I hate the prequels, it almost fits the character that a little bit in, that of Anakin in there, right? Especially watching like the Clone Wars, um, really flushes out his character a lot. I feel mm-hmm. like, and it it did felt like that line, you know, like it's like intimidating joke kind of thing. Yeah. It's like it's like I'm laughing at you because I have so much power, like I can. Yeah. And he put him in his place. But that scene at the end. <laughs> that scene at the end, man, when he's just. Slashing through fools. Well, not even right before that. Uh-huh. You hear, you see that they they got attacked, and so like the ship goes dark. Mm-hmm. Except they're kind of lit, but the hallway is completely yeah. black, and you hear the breathing, and then you just see the red lightsaber, and mm-hmm. he's completely. You hear the red lightsaber. Yeah, just so iconic. Everything there was just, just so iconic. Sh- you're just like, oh no, this. 
I'm like, I'm about ready to, I'm like, edge of my seat. And then he, he messed some people up. Like, and then when he starts shooting and he's just not even really trying. No, he blocks every single thing coming towards him, knocks it back. He grabs a guy, throws him against the ceiling, kills him. It's like, uh-huh. oh, pulls and all you could, blasters. and you believed the fear in those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, I mean, yeah, they're turning around just help us, help us. And then they managed to get that, the data off yeah. and into the ship. Where we see CGI, CGI Princess Leia. Leia. It didn't look very good, but it was pretty quick. So it, was it wasn't quick. Given. I was okay like, with that. And it sets it off like I can't wait to watch it again where they're pulling in that ship into the Star Destroyer. And like, there it is. Like, him stepping on. You can see, you know, feel the anger kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, it was definitely... A job well done. So that was at the end of Act Three. Yep. Um, do you want to get into Act One or Act yeah. Two? Yeah. Now let's kind of follow. Let's follow the order. Of the okay. Movie. So Act One. So what did you think of the very beginning scene before we even flash the title card? Right. No. No. Uh, crawl or anything. That that was. I actually really enjoyed it because it set it apart from the original. Yeah. It set it apart from the prequels. It set it apart from the new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is. It was really just a Star Wars story. Yeah. And it, it wasn't. Uh, Succession. Mm-hmm. Of it's something. like here. I almost think about it like you know, with the destiny and stuff that's involved in the Skywalker, you know, the, the prophecy and everything. Mm-hmm. Like the there is a clear like that's the story kind of that is the story of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then this movie, and I hope we'll have more in the future, which we will. I mean, yeah. we're gonna have different ones. Like those flush out the universe so that. Every time you watch the story, you can appreciate it more. Yeah, so the things that they kind of did differently, um, they didn't have the scrolling explanation, mm-hmm. which I actually enjoyed because then it kind of just, mm-hmm. it gave more exposition yeah. in sight, mm-hmm. as opposed to like giving mm-hmm. context through... They did have title cards, though, for they did. the locations, which I yeah. thought was helpful. It felt a little like, this isn't Star Wars. Like, you know, this is like... I almost feel like Star Wars has a just very distinct way of how they do things, but, but like, it was still nice to know because yeah. like they no, introduced a few places that were new, mm-hmm. especially when you say you know it's an imperial occupied city, you're immediately on board. Okay, like I you know, let's go. Like mm-hmm. I, I get what's going on here. Yeah. No, but they also so the iconic pan down. I noticed this, and I thought mm-hmm. this was actually really cool how they did this. It's very mm-hmm. subtle, mm-hmm. but the iconic pan down in the originals isn't done here. It's a pan up uh-huh. towards a star destroyer. Or well, no, it? It, was, it was the rings on that planet. Oh, that's what. Yeah, but, it was the rings. But I'm like, I didn't, I didn't have any idea. I thought that was like a weird ship thing. But then you Same. saw the ship flying across, and you're like, like, oh, what is okay. this? Yeah, yeah. They did a very good job with that opening title scene, um, and then just setting up the character, yeah. um, the main character, Jen, yep. Jen, right? Jen, <clears throat> Jen, Jen. I think I it was know. Jen. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't quite yeah. understand them yeah. most of the they're time. All, they're like, all... Jin! Jin! Uh-huh. Like, anyway. Jen. Jen. Yeah, sure, Jen. we'll go with that. G-E-N-N. Um, N-N-I-F-I-A-D-Y-A. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyways, um, they set up her character very well. Um, you kind of get an idea of why she, she's such a rebellious person. Mm-hmm. And then um, you get more explanation as you go through because... You, it goes from her being found by that one guy whose name I'm completely spacing. Krennic? Yeah, sure, him. Um, the, the admiral guy? The white... The white suit? The white... Right? What? The imperial guy 
in white. No. That's who you're talking about, No. Right? No. Oh, Being uh, found by the... the Forrest complete... Whitaker. It's not Forrest Whitaker. That's the actor. What's his name? Uh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. The, um, the... the guy who's mostly robot. Yeah. And has to breathe through oxygen mask. But anyways, found That's by her. Me. And then... Um, and you're just going to shout it. I know. Um, but finds her... And then you get some flashback later on when they reunite, and you're like, oh, she was on the side of the re rebellion at one point. Yeah. Um, she was on the side of the extremist rebellion, mm -hmm. but still part of the rebellion. Yeah. Um, it just gives you a Saw lot of depth. <laughs> gives you a lot of depth for the, her character, mm -hmm. I feel. You know what's kind of fun? Mm -hmm. Which I, I, I don't know if you know this, but I noticed this. Galen or so. Her, uh, her dad, which, by the way, it's Jin, J-Y-N, not Jin. Jin. And also, it's Urso with an E. It's E-R-S-O. Oh. So, yeah. Um, also, um, so the guy that plays Galen Urso is Mads Mikkelsen, who is also the bad guy in Doctor Strange. Yeah, no, I thought that was really yeah. interesting because they didn't come out all that far apart, no, which means yeah. he was doing both of He's these. He's a real busy guy, but yeah. That, I thought that was cool. He did a good job. Like I saw him laying down in the when he got when he died. Yeah. I saw him laying on the ground and I was like, wait a second, I recognize him. Yeah. Like I didn't uh -huh. recognize him until then. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like just interdimensionally travel. Run uh -huh. away. <laughs> Harness the power Cross of the dark over. world. <laughs> um Time stone, man, anything's possible. Very long time good. ago, doesn't matter. Long time ago. Um, no worries. Space Jam, long long far, far away. If we see the Red Skull show up in a Star Wars movie, I'll be <laughs> After he got transported. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought emotional impact to that. Let's talk about, like, yeah, the emotional impact to just all of it. Which part? Like, start with something. So much of this movie. There's so much death in this movie. Oh, my goodness. Like, not just the end. So, obviously, the end where they all die no, is super just sad. So many people die. But, I mean, the mother dies in the very beginning, and you're just, ooh, it's almost like a foreshadow of what's to come. And. Like, a lot of killing of people. Yeah, and then her her, her father dies. Well, uh, the person who raised her dies before oh, that. Yeah. Uh, they take out the temple and... Sagarera dies. Sagarera dies. I knew that name. Um, Sagarera dies. That was sad. And then her father dies. Literally all ties she has to the world. Yeah. And then ultimately... Then, oh man, when the robot dies... Okay. That was, oh, it was hard to watch. Mm, because he was, like, still fighting on with just all the, you know, he was so funny. And, man, just. He was a good her. part of that movie. Um, and then, I don't I can't remember the, all, the, the order in which they all, they all went out. I guess next was the, the blind guy, right? Yep. Blind, blind guy, guy, then the blaster guy. so sad. Just watching him, you know, I am with the force, the it's, force. Uh, or his uh, his line to his friend, yeah. which was, "If you follow the force, you will always find me," or something like that. Yeah. And then the his friend who had been mocking mm -hmm. him for the entire the movie, solo guy. yeah, uh -huh. he's like he the entire time he'd been mocking him, he's like, "Your force doesn't do anything." At the very end, he starts repeating what the guy's mantra was, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he and went out. He kind of went out suicide mission style. I felt yeah. like, he but didn't, he didn't care at yeah. that point. He mm -hmm. lost his basically his best friend in the world, yeah. and like, and then the the pilot went out with the bomb. Oh man! Like he finally connected and got the transmission working, and then oh yeah, I almost forgot about that. No, yeah, and that was awful. He just saw the bomb and just he got the transmission, things worked out, and mm -hmm. then he died. And then, and then you have those two on the beach. 
And they die. Man. It's, it's it, very humbling to realize how much sacrifice. Like, yeah. Obviously, it's that's not why real, I want to go watch so much sacrifice. That's why I want to watch episode four again and be like, you know, it's like when Luke goes and takes out the Death Star and it's all heroic, it's like... You are literally following the le- up the legacy of all of those people. Yeah. Yeah. That literally gave their lives uh, for and your I mean, success. It was really, you know, and I, I did a lot with the Rebellion. Um, one, I thought it looked real scrappy, which was good. You know, it was the might of the Empire, you know. And Versus kinda... the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, how there are pocket rebellions within, you know, like, there's the Rebel Alliance, but then there's also these little pocket rebellions. Extremists groups. and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, how there's a lot of gray, you know, like, like the original Star Wars is very black and white. The gray area, like, at the very beginning, that one guy whose name I'm completely spacing, but just killing the dude yeah. who gave him the information. I was, yeah. I was not expecting that. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Yeah, no, like, and I think that's what they're doing with the whole, the whole story, right? The, I mean, even the prequels, you know, talking about how the Jedi were corrupt, and that's why ultimately they lost to the Emperor. They're making the uh, Rebel Alliance a little bit darker, because... Uh, well, and even in Episode Seven, there's a lot of, like, I don't know, I feel graying of it. Like, I guess maybe not mm-hmm. so much yet, but I don't know. Snoke is, is known as, like, a, a character who he chose... Like, he picked Ben Solo because of his connection to the light and the dark side. So, and, I mean, just the whole... I don't know. Yeah, it, there was a there was a, a graying of it. You know, they talk about it a few times where she's when you know after her father dies and is talking to him and he's like, yeah, like I I'm, I do real bad things. <laughs> I've done a lot of bad stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We've all been assassins. We've been mm-hmm. murderers or like we've yeah. killed. We've um, done like espionage. Mm-hmm. We've done yeah. a lot of very questionable things. Mm-hmm. But it's all but it's, it's all in the name in. of something we believe in. And I think that's a very interesting concept. Yeah. At one point, at what point is something not okay? Yeah. Like, because like thinking, even tying it into mm-hmm. when do um, the ends justify the means? Kind of. Yeah, kind of tie it into uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Like he had that. He said sure. that break the law if you are, like, if you're not okay with it, but be fully acceptant of what's coming your way. Yeah. It's oof. So I thought that was really interesting. You know, the Force itself is interesting, the light side and the dark side. I was listening to uh, someone, um, it was actually that Jenny Nicholson, uh, talking about the Force, because she was talking about how the Sith doesn't make any sense. But, because they, they don't, like, there's one Sith in, not canon anymore, but who had, a, a like, a girlfriend or a wife at some point, and, like... And then every all the other Sith mocked him because it was before the rule of two. So, you know, all the other Sith mocked him for, you know, having an attachment. But she's like, this doesn't make sense because, like, feeling is what the dark side does. Mm-hmm. Right? Ultimately, the Jedi Order teaches no feeling. But it's like, is the light side not feeling? Right? Is it saying, you know, I'm going to think purely logically. You know, I'm not going to let good or bad emotions affect me. You know, certainly won't give in to my anger, but also won't give in to my love, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, in the prequels, that's definitely what they are, right? Mm-hmm. But then, but also it's, like, the Sith, 
they give into their anger and hatred. That's what powers them ultimately is negative emotion, which is interesting because like in the real world, you could see how that would power you. Yeah. Right? You can understand why that's powerful because like when someone's just really angry, you can hit them a lot and like they biologically, yeah, like it just, you know, there's so much adrenaline, you know, it just, you know, they have, even if they're not as wise and even if they're a little bit more, you know, they'll just kind of go where they don't, you know, which is ultimately the Jedi Order. That's their strength is, you know, they, they attack smart. But then also like, where does love have a part in this? Right. And I almost wonder if that's kind of what, and I guess the original trilogy, that's kind of what, what the light side is in a way, you know, it's, it's not, it, it, it's, it's not letting go. <clears throat> and that was the mistake of the Jedi council mm-hmm. and the Jedi as a whole is that the light side uses love and stuff. But I don't know, because also that can blind you, right? Well, it, I mean, well, ultimately, that's what turns Anakin. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what's interesting, thinking, like, just think about this really fast. Did they ever mention a balance of the Force? Mm-mm. No. It was always just trust in the Force, or mm-hmm. the Force is with us. Yeah. Which gives you this concept of, like, why is there light and dark? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Or is it just one whole that we've kind of divided up because it, we claim that it's different even though it's not. And when it plays with the good guys and the bad guys, it's like you know, when it plays with the rebels are doing bad things I mean, the Empire's doing bad things too. We should talk a little bit about the Empire. Okay. I love the structure that they've set up. And apparently in canon books they go into this more I love Tarkin in here He was the other like kind of CGI guy I guess. Yeah. I think. Or either that or I don't know if Bail Organa was also... I don't know how old he is now. He's old. Well, but he played him in the prequels, which was 2006. But I think the guy that played Tarkin is definitely dead. Let yeah. Let me confirm this, but, like... Um, I was going to say, he's pretty, he was pretty old in that, in the originals, like... Mm-hmm. He's looking like he was 60, or oh, something yeah. like that, and is in the pre or in the originals. Mm-hmm. Which means by now... <laughs> yeah. Um... He was played by, oh, Peter Cushing, duh. And Peter Cushing, um, yeah, he died in 94. Yeah. He was born in 1913. Jeez Louise. He was born during World War One. It's a little insane. I mean, not during, but yeah. just before. No. World War One started in 1911. Positive. The U.S. wasn't involved yet, but, um, yeah. I promise. Anyway, okay. um, so he was must have been a a he he was a CGI character. Um, I don't know who played Bale or Ghana. Is it B A L E? Yep, it sure is. Um, he's played by Jimmy Smits, who, if we look in the thing, he. He's the one that played him in the prequels. It, he's not credited, it looks like, in in this. Anyway, maybe he's... You know what, maybe... I don't know. I don't know. Is a good way to put this? I don't believe it. There's no... No. Something happened in 1911. That was like... We'll talk about it later. It's unrelated <laughs> to Rogue One. Regardless. Yeah. And I, I just love the structure. So we kind of talk about non-spoilers, but like getting into Tarkin being 
you know, beholden. But he's also trying to suck up to the emperor and Vader. Hard, yeah, mm-hmm. you could tell. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we know just from other stuff that Vader is completely subservient to the emperor, right, mm-hmm. through the prequels and also through um, through episode six. Um, but, yeah, and how, you know, he's the, I mean, uh, what's his name? Krennic, right? The dude in white? Yeah. He just want you know, he did this awesome thing, and then Tarkin was going to steal the credit, so he went to Darth Vader to be like, hey, just remember, this is what I did. And, of course, Vader's like, I, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I, matter. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> like You're all pawns to me. Exactly. But And, ultimately, all pawns to the Emperor, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, it's that's the whole original six, is it's his game, which I thought is just so cool. Everyone's a pawn. Even Vader's a pawn. Well, yeah. Because ultimately he'd be willing to ditch Vader in a moment for Luke. Mm-hmm. You see that in six, you know, strike him, strike him down and take my place, or take his place. It's a very Darth Vader, or not very Darth, very dark side thing though. Like the old Republic, where you have like um, before the rule of two ensued. That was the problem with the Sith Order. That's why they had to go to the rule of two because they would all just kill each other to get ahead. And you see that kind of in the Empire a little bit. Um, yeah, it was, it was really good. It was very good. Very, very good. Um, any action scenes that you want to talk about? I mean, the third act, of course, but is there anything else? Um, oh, it had a very... I'm trying to remember what the second act consisted spy of. Spy mission feel, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of It was of like times. a big distraction, but then... Yeah. Um, what... I can't even remember now what happened in the second act. Well, there was the first act, which was a lot of exposition. Second mm-hmm. act was, like, going to Edu. Edu. Where her father was. Oh, yeah. That's right. Edu. Edu. The names of the planets, man. Um, yeah, that's right. There was, I mean, yeah, it was very... It, there was kind of an assault on of that. Of and then there there was the... Um, Kind of felt like a Senate meeting again, but for the re- for yeah. the rebellion, and they they had a little bit of that in the original trilogy. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. That was nice that they threw that in. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it was. I I don't know. I mean, I, I, the fighting. I like Danny Yen's fighting. I love the first time we see him fight. It was probably the, my favorite time, where you know would just dodge blaster fire and like and hit the stormtrooper behind him, and you know, mm-hmm. like it felt almost like Karate Kid esque, where. He was using themselves against him, and, I mean, it was just... And he's blind and stuff, and... Yep. That was really cool. And there was that, uh, on... In the temple the, on Jeddah, mm-hmm. um, that just the setting mm-hmm. was... Felt like occupied... Yeah. Like, felt like occupied Germany, yeah. basically. I mean, what I imagine it would be yeah. like. Um, <laughs> for sure, I mean, it was very much a... And so it was an, kind of an active war zone, is yeah, what they were talking yeah. about. And it, it really was, with the rebels and stuff. Yeah. Um, that, but it wasn't the Rebel Alliance, it was... No, it was the extremists. levels, which I thought was interesting. Sagarera, by the way, is in the, pre, uh, in, in the Clone Wars for a few episodes. But that doesn't really affect the movie at all, it's just kind of cool. It's an interesting factoid. Yeah, kind of interesting. Um, so... I don't know. Anything else that you want to talk spoilers? I mean, that's we most of C- back, too. We saw C-3PO and R2-D2. Yep. They, I think they were Briefly. kind of forced in there. Yeah. Well, but it was fine. It was fine it was because it was just kind of like... Yeah. It was, was kind of in an offbeat of the movie. Yes. You know, they were preparing for... Definitely thrown in, but it was still wasn't bad. 
But of course you'd have to throw them in. Yeah, because you know, they, obvi- they obviously also exist in this world, and you have to yeah. like see where they are, mm-hmm. kind of, to mm-hmm. know like how they end up yeah. with Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. I wish that, I will say, I wish that, I think it'd be cool, because you notice, like, toward the end they say, man, get the escape pods ready, at the very end, um, when they're on that ship, and I, I, it would have been cool to see, I mean, I guess, since they had CGI Leia, if they had... Just the scene of Leia putting the plans in R2-D2. Although, time That comes that a little bit really later, yeah. Because it doesn't that's quite after work. they're that's in the ship. after. So. And that's after Darth Vader caught back up to him. Mm-hmm. Which, if ten minutes, I mean, it wasn't, like, a long time. No, it's and not like, like when I first happened. watched it, I thought, like, that scene where he was coming in yeah. was the scene. Yeah, but... And was, I was like, that doesn't make any sense, because I don't remember there being a planet there. Yeah, well, and also, it was the Star Destroyer. Like, they... You, it this it on this one they were in the rebel ship. Yeah. Not and I was like, this isn't matching up, but then they mm-hmm. escaped and I was like, okay. Yeah. That's how it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. And then um, but yeah. How about those effects watching the slow motion destruction mm-hmm. caused by the Death Star? Mm-hmm. The thing is though, it wasn't even like slow it wasn't like slow mo as far as like they didn't slow down the video. No. It was, it was just, just it, they didn't Since use as much so power. Far away. You also could see that they didn't use as much power because they were yeah. talking about like use one reactor, mm-hmm. take out the city, mm-hmm. like and so yeah. basically it was like destroying. Um, what it made me think of, you've seen um, GI Joe two, right? I don't know. In the second GI <laughs> Joe, it's like the. Uh, is that the one where they respect the nukes? In the beginning, yeah. That's all I remember from GI Joe is they respect yes. the nukes. That's where they respect. The and nukes. also, there's a big long wait. And then he hands him the sword really dramatically as the bad guys are getting away, and you're like, chase after him! (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, um, it reminds me of the damage caused by um, the satellite that they stuck in orbit. What it is, it's like these tungsten, like, titanium rods that they just drop from space, and it accelerates so much that it causes, like, ten times the damage Uh of a nuclear bomb. I don't remember that part. Okay, well, that's (laughs) that's what happens. Um, And it just causes things to crumble and just the Earth to, like, lift and go crazy, and that's exactly what it made me think Mm -hmm. of every time. Yeah. I will say, I wish we got to see Alderaan. I'm kind of okay that we didn't. Because I'd love, because I think the emotional weight of, like, Seeing it one last time before yeah, well, it's destroyed. Because we never see it before it's destroyed. You'll notice, like, oh, I think there's like a brief shot of it in the third movie, but we're never on Alderaan in the original trilogy. Yeah, that's before true. It but so it'd be cool to like, you know, but I don't know where it'd fit in the story that they have. So I don't know. It was, it was a movie well done. What else could we talk about? What else did you like? What maybe did you not like? Um, I I mean the pacing I guess is kind of the it. pacing was the main thing. But I love I, think. I love just the tone of this whole movie. It was so dark. Yeah, and it sad. felt like Star Wars. Yeah, that yeah, was the big that. thing I think. Mm-hmm. Is that it actually felt like you were in a war? Mm-hmm. These people were desperate. They were fighting mm-hmm. for their freedom. Mm-hmm. And just and the fact that we didn't see him in the original trilogy meant that there were stakes. Unlike pretty much any movie, big mm-hmm. action movie like that, like, even in the original trilogy, you know that Luke's not going to die. You know, the trench run, I guess the first time I watched it, I might have been like, ooh, what's going to happen? Because I didn't really know much about it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I remember watching Star Wars for the first time. I didn't even really understand that 
there was this big franchise around it. Like, I didn't really know Empire Strikes Back existed. And so, then I was a little bit, you know, like, you watch it now, of course, of course he's going to be fine. You know, yeah. he's the, cho- you know, he's he's the, the chosen, chosen one, one, basically. And in the prequels, it's even worse, because <coughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi won't die. So when he fights General Grievous, you're like, yeah, he's not going to die. You know, obviously Anakin's going to become Darth Vader, so you know That's he won't die. Happen. You know Palpatine won't die. You know, like... There's few stakes. And then you know, also, that pretty much all the other Jedi will die. You know, mm-hmm. Yoda won't, but all the other ones you see... Everyone else. With this one, though, I just... I didn't. It's because it wasn't tied in. Yeah. There was no connection mm-hmm. except for the tiny little, we need the plans for the Death Star. Mm-hmm. And I, I expected that they would die. But, I mean, I thought... Actually, I thought maybe some of them would survive. I thought Jin would survive. I thought Jin would, but... She I thought maybe like the the intelligence guy mm-hmm. um, might survive because like he wasn't like a big part. He was a big part in this, yeah. But it didn't seem like he was a big part in the alliance other than just gathering intelligence. Yeah, the the defective pilot. The no, the that... other one, the like the actual guy. Oh yeah, uh, his name I'm spacing. Yeah, the... but he was just basically intelligence collecting, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem super important. Which no. I could have seen him like surviving and being in the Rebel Alliance and like yeah, being in the background being somewhere, yeah. being another guy. Hmm. And I was like, okay, um, I could have seen that with the pilot, hmm. uh, the defective pilot. Yeah, but the defective, the defected. You knew what I meant. <laughs> yeah. No, I do too. But I, I don't know. I think that I love that there were so much stakes. Like you, nobody felt safe. You know, no, yeah. none of them except for Darth Vader. Darth Vader but also safe. Darth Vader, that wasn't really the point of his character. Not yeah, really. no, he wasn't just supposed seeing to not him feel be safe. that intimidating like that. Like, I wonder if I go back and I see Episode Four again, if it'll. Yeah, because he doesn't seem that intimidating, really. Well, Episode Four, not at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, he chokes a few dudes, but like the Imperial guys kind of push him around. If you notice, especially mm-hmm. Tarkin, because obviously, you know. Also, did you notice they called him Governor Tarkin, not Grand Moff Tarkin? I didn't, but... Anyway, I wonder if that's something of important. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, and I mean, he's pretty intimidating. Into five and six, he's pretty intimidating. But, you know, that first movie's kind of not as much, but we'll... I don't know. Yeah. We'll, I mean, I think I, I really want to go back and watch four and, and be like... I love the fact that we now have a new order to watch the movies in, too. Oh, it that's just a good makes me point. happy. If you're gonna watch all of them so far, we have seven included, and we have this one included. How do you watch them? I've I've actually really enjoyed the machete order. Mm-hmm. Um, just in, originally, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Where you where it's four five. five. It's four five. Skip one. Do two three six. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. machete order. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good. I've watched them that way. It's yeah, a good way. You to like watch them. you skip over. A, a lot of Jar Jar, you skip yeah. over a ton of Senate meetings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you lose you, some of the... You lose that awesome lightsaber fight with Mace Windu and uh, Qui-Gon. Yeah. Qui-Gon, honestly, I watched that movie again. He's actually a better part of it. You know, like, he... Um, what's the actor's name? The Taken guy. Liam Neeson. Lisa, Liam he, Neeson uh, yeah. he does provide, I think, some much-needed... I don't know, uh, maybe groundedness to that movie. Like, you know, some, some, some yeah. good elements... For anyway. sure. But I think I would watch it as um, 
I almost think I'd start with this one if I were to do like a machete type order. Yeah. Start with this one. That way it leads directly into four. Mm -hmm. Do five, two, three, six, seven. Yeah. Seven definitely has to be the end. Yes. Although maybe that'll change. Who knows what the, what the story with eight and nine will be. Plus, we're going to have a Han Solo solo film. Yep. The Han Solo solo movie. Han Solo solo movie. Um, so, who knows? Like, we're going to have... That, that'll be a prequel to 4, too. So... Where's that going to fit in? Like, mm. probably before this one. Yeah. I know. I, I was curious if we'd get to see a quick cameo of him, of the uh, new Han Solo mm. actor. But, obviously, we didn't. Um, would you do a... Uh, how would you watch them? Because I was, like, thinking there might be a way that you could do it and so that you could, like, pause it yeah. at a certain point yeah. and flashback or do something like that. But that would be really difficult. Yeah. You could pause it in four after the start of the third act, where after they've escaped the Death Star, right, and then they go to the Rebel on Yavin 4. And, and they, they say that this... Uh -huh. These plans came from a rescue mission, or a, yeah. a mission that was very, very blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then you could be like, we're going to go watch that. No, it's crazy to think. What's that? Like, it's almost not even lining up quite the same way in my brain. But delivering the plans of the Death Star happens maybe like three weeks uh -huh. to a month after that entire battle that we just talked about. Which one? So, so the very final battle yeah. of the act we just okay. saw, of like act uh -huh. three. Okay. That battle happens. Mm -hmm. No more than th like three weeks later, probably, would be my guess. Uh huh. They have the plans, and the Death Star's about to attack. Yeah. Like that short a time span. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because I mean it's ten minutes before episode yeah. four, so I mean it doesn't like it didn't quite click though. That is yeah. not hardly. It's also any weird time. to think though that the whole Luke thing hasn't happened yet, like. Luke is still a moisture farmer on Tatooine. Oh, He's when, about to not be. Yeah. When he said... I thought that comment about the Jedi friend, um, which was almost certainly Obi-Wan. Yeah, it was definitely Obi-Wan. Um, like, I thought that was interesting, because uh, it does kind of answer the question of, like, how why did Obi-Wan do what he did kind of thing. But I yeah. guess, though... So that's the thing. It seemed like Obi-Wan, like, it just kind of happened because, you know... His aunt and uncle died from the Empire, right? What do you mean? They, they died in the beginning of well, 4. Yeah, no, but what do you mean? Like... That Obi-Wan... He didn't... Obi-Wan wasn't contacted, it seems like. Like, he just happened to show up when everything was going down. And then, but then, Bail Organa says he'll contact his Jedi friend, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it ties in just fine. I don't know what you're confused well, about. Well, because... So in episode 4... Right? Obi-Wan isn't contacted. So, okay, here's what you're confusing. In the movie that we just watched, uh -huh. at the towards the end, the, the female senator is uh -huh. talking to Organa. Okay. Right? And she says that we are going to need some help. You're, what about um, uh -huh. something about this guy? And he's like, he served mm -hmm. me well in the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. I'll contact him. Yeah. Right, and then as he's starting to walk away, she says, "You will need someone that you can yeah. trust in order to get a message, because uh -huh. he was headed to Alderaan." Yeah, and she said that you'll need someone to get a message to him, uh -huh. and he said, "Oh, I know oh, just the person," and he's and okay. he says that he so would trust her. So the contacting the contacting is... was supposed to be done by Leia. 
Ah, uh, but then. But she gets captured, so it was supposed Help to happen. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. You're my only hope. Oh. It's supposed to be there. Okay, it does. No. It okay, lines it up. I promise. It clicks. It clicks. Promise it's there. Very good. Very good. Yes. It's. Yeah. I was gonna say that'd be like a really big problem. Like that sounds like a prequel problem. No, it's like, it's it's there. Mm-hmm. It's there. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Yeah. Like the intention well, was there. I think we'll have to rewatch episode four, my brother. Not I know tonight. You just did, but not like, tonight. Yeah. Um. So like, tomorrow morning. <laughs> tomorrow I have morning. stuff to do tomorrow morning, which is in like an hour. <laughs> no. Um, speaking of our, we have reached ours. Wow. You're really good at this podcasting thing. Did you know this is episode 27 of our podcast? I did. It's a little insane. I was telling Abby's dad about that. Yeah. He was like, wow, most of them fizzle out after like 12 or so. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, not us. We're Not uh, us. We're, we're on good. top of this. I feel like we're getting better. I feel like it. Like, you know. I um, certainly hope so. Yeah. Feel free. Yeah. Uh, no, don't just feel free. You're required. Like, please, you're you are required. Con- you're contractually obligated to share. And to share mm-hmm. your thoughts, comments, concerns, mm-hmm. your and feelings for sure. Share your feelings. Um, the link to these podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just remember geektalkspod.com slash listen slash 27 is where you'll find this one. This one. I mean, if you're already listening to it, theoretically, you've already found it. Well, yeah. I mean, you could be listening on iTunes. That's true. So, feel free, yeah, please do, um, you know, share it around. Um, Yeah, I feel like at some point this podcast will legitimize to be... uh, um, It's it's legitimized quite a bit, but we also just got a new logo, by the way. Um, Updated it, so it doesn't look quite as bad. Um, I mean, it didn't look bad before, but it looks better. Uh, yeah, it, especially if you look close. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, with that being said, any final words? Any last words? That's going to be a new bit, because you've done it so many yep. times. Yep. Dang it. We're starting to get bits and not forcing them. <laughs> My last words are, may the force be with you. Dang it. I was going to say that. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, then I'll choose. I'll choose different ones. My last words are, no, you, you already got you your last words. You have a... Nope, you already got your last words. A th- 35% chance. Or Do you know the odds of her using that against you? They're high. Never mind, they're high. They're very, very high. <laughs> My parting words will be... The Force is with me. I am with the Force. <laughs> uh-huh. And with that, this has been Geek Talks, show where real-life geeks have real-life talks, and we will talk to you guys next week. Where we'll talk about... Who knows? We haven't talked about it Who knows? We yet. haven't discussed it and we don't know Someday yet. we're going to have, like, podcast plans. plans. But until then, you guys just get mm-hmm. to hear us battle. You know what? We'll find the podcast plans on that big, re- like, shaft thing with all the all the Imperial documents. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It'll be right next to That'll the Death Star plans. How you plan to break in? Um, m- basically the exact same way um, that she did. The problem is it's destroyed. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> but in a way, I guess it's destroyed. No, it's definitely destroyed. That's a good point. There's probably a lot of other data on there that they just destroyed. Completely like, destroyed. Like, there's probably a better way of going about that than just clean slate. Eh, you know, but too late now. Oh well. Um, yeah. <laughs> <Detox>. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
That's a wrap. It's a wrap.